Welcome to the Chargers preview. I am Fernando Ramirez. With me is Dan and Dago. I swapped out Gilbert for Dan and Dago. Some would call that an upgrade. Gilbert would call it a downgrade. Uh, what do you call it, Dan? The more handsome co-host. That's who you got today, baby. <laughs> he sounds a little Deion Sanders-esque right there. Uh, obviously, we're going to be breaking down uh, Chargers versus Rams. We're going to be breaking down uh, and then obviously previewing Chargers versus uh, Cowboys. They play this weekend. They play on Saturday at um, at SoFi Stadium at 7 p.m. It should be a good matchup. Uh, obviously, it sounds like it, it might be more because they have a joint practice this uh, because they've had joint practices this week. It'll probably be uh, that probably was more of a preseason game for them than this weekend. But uh, so those guys are um, most of the starters, my guessing is, again, will be rested. Uh, but it should be a good weekend. Uh, but Dan, thank you so much for, for jumping on and, and let's get to it. So obviously the chargers lost to the Rams 29, 22, it was a better game than I thought we would get for a preseason game. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, a lot of touchdowns scored. So I, I thought that was a, a lot of fun, but, uh, what did you, th- I mean, what did you make of the game? I, I know, I know you're, you're, you're excited to tell the folks something and, and, uh, kind of pat yourself on the back about something. Well, I'm not going to take a super massive victory lap like that stooge over there. But, yeah, I'd like to say, you know, Dan and Daigle, although he might be blind, everybody, a, uh, a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. And I did yesterday because Joe Reed had himself a game, scored a nice touchdown, blew the roof off that defense over there. So it was good to see, you know. It was a little score one for Dan and Dago. There we go. So it was interesting to see. It was a good game, like you said. Obviously, it's preseason, so you're just trying to see who the twos and the threes are. Score lines don't matter to me at this point in the year, so I'm circling that. When do they play January 1st, that New Year's Day? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm circling, dude. That's what I'm excited for. Well, before we get to the new year, Dan and Dago's trying to skip Halloween. What? He's trying to skip Thanksgiving. What? He's trying to skip Christmas. What? He's trying to get to that New Year's baby, but before we get there... Uh, obviously there's a lot of season to go. Uh, a guy that stood out to me was a guy that Dan's been actually talking to me about since last year. Uh, he's, he's talked about, uh, Michael Bandy, Michael Bandy, seven catches, 73 yards and one touchdown. And honestly, he could have had a couple of more grabs if, uh, if the ball would have been placed in a better spot, but very surprising by Michael Bandy, Michael Bandy is making some noise. I think Joe Reed and Michael Bandy are going to make it difficult on this charger staff. To really pick out, I mean, last year they went with five receivers. They have their punt returner and DeAndre Carter. They have their kickoff returner. But could Michael Bandy or Joe Reed end up making this squad? That's going to be very interesting uh, to me. A guy that I want to shout out is Chris Rumpf. Chris Rumpf, uh, there was a lot made about him last year. We had him on the show. We That's talked right. to him. And, uh, and I remember he said, I got to put on weight. I, being the good doctor that I am, I, I uh, got on my notepad and I'm like, mm, you need to eat more California burritos. And he starts laughing and he's like, what's that? And I tell him what a California burrito is. And he's like, okay, cool. I want give me 10. So it looks, and you saw Dan, when he had that sack on Sunday uh, or on Saturday, he got up and he started kind of like grabbing at his, at his body and kind of flexing, yeah. kind of yeah. like saying, hey, I've gained the weight. Now I'm good to go. 
So Chris Rum, four tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack. He should have had a second sack, but he was uh, he missed Bryce Perkins. Man, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Bryce Perkins is a baller. That dude can play. He's, uh, I think, the third-string quarterback for the Rams. Ten, um, he was 10 for 17, 133 yards and two touchdowns. He honestly could have been sacked a couple more times, but he was so slippery that guys weren't able to grab him. But uh, kudos to Bryce. But, yeah, Chris Rumpf was a player for me that I thought was interesting. Uh, you've been excited about Chris Rumpf, too. Oh, yeah, dude. Like you saw when we were watching the highlights uh, when we got home. I was like, who the hell's this guy over here at the edge? Is that the same guy? But you know what I love, though? I love that after he got a sack, he was flexing and pointing because instead of like – there's two different types of people in this world, especially in athletics, right? It's either the ones who are going to be fueled and motivated by – because obviously that was a critique of his, right? He didn't have the weight. Can he take on tackles where probably two times his body mass or his body weight or whatever? And instead of shrinking in the light like some other first-round picks have over there, uh, he it fueled him. He got massive. He got bigger. And I'm fired up because, you know – we can't we can't be a top heavy team where it's like they're gonna be gassed in the fourth quarter because they get zero plays off or whatever you know what I mean. We have to have successful teams always have potential uh, backups. They're cycling and uh, um, give the players a, a spell real quick and just to just to give offenses different or defenses different looks also in offenses. Yeah, no, they're gonna the Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are gonna do a lot of the heavy lifting, but they're gonna need guys like Chris Rumpf, guys like uh obviously Kyle Van Noy, who's gonna be a leader on this team. Kyle still the, he yep. like he was pretty sly when he talked to us to the compas a couple of weeks ago. He didn't really say what exactly his role was gonna be, but <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be uh something unique like that where he's gonna be a pass rusher, he might play middle linebacker at times. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what those other guys do. Now, one of the one of the main points that from the game was also the running back position. Uh, the Chargers had obviously Josh Kelly ran for three. Uh, he had three carries for 16 yards. There, he was showing some speed. He was showing some aggression. Three catches for 28 yards for Joshua Kelly also. So you wrap that up, and that's uh, 40. 44 yards uh, on six touches for Joshua Kelly. That's what the Chargers have been looking for from him. They've been looking for him to be an all-around, and uh, maybe this is the point where he does become an all-around, but he showed a little glimpse of uh, of that. And then, obviously, Isaiah Spiller, 10 carries, 34 yards. He showed a little bit of uh, uh, that he's not scared of uh, putting his head down and hitting guys. So he was another one that, um, that obviously the – the team's going to be excited about. He also had one catch for 10 yards. And then you look at, uh, and then Larry Roundtree had three carries for eight yards. So here is Brandon Staley uh, after Tuesday's practice talking about uh, the running backs and what he, um, and what he thought about uh, the way they played. Like Josh Kelly on a third and six catching a check down, getting vertical for a first down, that would be like a little thing that makes a big difference. You know, Letty Brown, uh, two minute end of the game, catches a screen, you know, gets a first down, go out of bounds. Um, I felt like both, like all of our backs showed uh, those little things. You know, Isaiah had a couple runs in traffic, like Josh. So a lot of positivity there from Brandon about his running back position. Uh, obviously, it's going to be important, especially because Austin Eckler has been one of those guys that said, hey, I want other guys to step up and 
and they're going to need other guys to step up. So, Dan, pretty positive night from the running back position, don't you think? Well, it's like I told you, again, another person I didn't recognize was Joshua Kelly. Maybe he just hated the number 27 and the 25 is going to get him amped up, juiced, and ready to rock, you know? Because I think we've drafted, what, running backs late in every draft the past few years? The last three years they've drafted a running back. Uh, so, yeah, no. First, so it's Joshua like Kelly, Larry Roundtree, and give. now Isaiah Spiller. Something's got to give with some of these guys because it's getting to the point where they're in the danger zone. Shout out uh, Maverick. Uh, <laughs> where they're either going to stay on the team or they're going to have to thank you for your services and good luck to you on your future endeavors because they, they've shown glimpses, but the, glim the glimpses now are being outweighed by the negative. And we've seen a lot of negatives uh, from the backups there. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this season. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it will be a positive for these guys, and I'm sure they'll they'll step up. And now it's going to be, can you do that during the season? Obviously, yep. the spotlight's going to be on them this Sunday uh, or this Saturday when they play the Cowboys. But uh, but definitely, they need to they need to produce, especially in this in this type of offense. Um, lastly, before we move on to the Cowboys, <coughs> uh, a debut was uh, happened over the weekend. I mean, I know some of these guys debuted, but everybody was looking at number 77, Zion Johnson. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously the Chargers first round draft pick. Dan was happy when they got more, uh, more for their pancake platoon. Like that's right behind him. That's right. Uh, so they were, uh, I'm sure Dan was pretty excited when they drafted as he was very excited when they drafted Zion. So obviously uh, let's hear what um, let's hear what I think it's, let's see what offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi has to say about uh, Zion Johnson's uh, debut. Zion in his first. Oh, solid. Action. You know, he's strong. Um, you know, he, the three technique that he had to block was pretty heavy and, um, you know, and so I, I think maybe that caught him by surprise, but man, the good thing about him is, you know, he hits and then he just keeps pushing and, and eventually there's movement happening. So it was, Real, <clears throat> real good, good in pass pro. I mean, uh, I think he had what thirteen or sixteen plays, something like that, and it was it was good. Just so the play, that I, the play that I think he's talking about is the almost sack that he gave up. Um, he just got like he kind of set. Well, obviously, this is what uh, Baldy said from NFL Network that he kind of overset, and the guy just swim moved him, and he was a lot bigger, so he yeah. just got right past him, and and he was able to get to. Chase Daniel, but other than that, I thought it was a pretty solid uh, debut for for Zion Johnson. Yeah, he played 16 snaps, right? 16 yes, and only maybe one mistake. That's pretty solid, right there. That's a W for a first rounder. Yeah, and I, I'd be surprised if we saw him the rest of the way. I mean, they could play him on on Saturday against the Cowboys, but I'd be very surprised. Yeah, um, if it's just like that. you've been saying, right, Frau? You're huge on the get Justin Herbert, the son of Odin, God of Lightning. I don't think I say it like that. Receivers as you can, and I'm the uh, and I'm uh sort of in the same way, but in a different way. Get me as many offensive linemen as I can to protect this man. I want more security on him than any other bank, anything you can imagine. That's how locked down I want it, dude. Yeah, no, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, obviously, the Chargers want to do more of that. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what, um, how, how the, how this, this goes. Just because, obviously, I mean, you want them to play and everything, but I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure the Chargers have seen enough when it comes to uh, Zion Johnson and and that 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 whole now now that 
offensive line looks pretty solid except for that right tackle position there was still a little bit of up and down from storm norton and uh and um trey pipkins but that's going to be another uh thing that's going to be answered this weekend uh they play the cowboys cowboys are coming off of a loss uh to the broncos 17 to 7 it was in denver they had a couple of joint practices with the with the broncos there was a little bit of hands being thrown here and there but uh but it it should be interesting to watch this weekend just because I mean, the Cowboys probably won't play Dak. They probably, I mean, this is, if anything, this is the game to play Dak Prescott and some of the guys that they have. But with all the injuries that the Cowboys have at the receiver position and at some other positions, I'm pretty sure we're not going to see any of their stars just because they're going to want to save them. So it's going to be uh, probably Cooper Rush against Chase Daniel, unless the Chargers decide to give Easton Stick the start. But uh, it'll probably be Cooper Rush this weekend, and uh, I'm interested to see Dan what uh, what the Cowboys bring. How the Chargers' defense looked a little shaky to me at times over the weekend um, against the Rams. They gave up um, they gave up I think four touchdowns. That's not good. Obviously, it's just backups and everything, but you want those backups to step up. Um, give me a player that you're looking at this weekend. Uh, one person I want to see is, as you mentioned before, Michael Bandy. He had a little crisp route running because you know what's funny? When he ran that route, all I could think about was when Julian Edelman or Wes Welker used to do that when they were on the one or two all the time. That was their go-to route, and these uh, DBs would always fall for it. So, you know, it's like I said, I know I haven't been in training camp this year because I had my own type of training camp to attend to, but – that was the guy who stood out to me last year, and thankfully he was on the practice squad. He's still with the team. So, I mean, who knows, right? You have to have guys rotating in. That way you can hopefully prevent injury and have more production out of that whole wide receiver group. And just to give different looks to the defense, too. You can't have one route runner, one deep threat, one speed guy the whole time. You know what I mean? You got to mix and match. Bing, 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 pong, and throw them off, you know? I'm interested to see uh, JT. That's a good one, actually. Michael Bandy's a guy, man, he wears the 83. Oh, yeah. For all you Charger fans that that don't know, uh, the Chargers actually had Wes Welker as a receiver a couple of years ago, back when he first started in the league. He signed as an undrafted free agent with the Chargers. Uh, The Chargers, Lorenzo, and this is from the mouth of Lorenzo Neal, former Charger fullback. He told me that that, uh, he looked really good, that – Wes Welker was flying all over the field, but then they had to make a decision, I think, between him or a guard or a, ta- a defensive tackle. I can't remember what it was. And they decided to cut Wes Welker, and he said, man, that's going to be a mistake. The Dolphins pick him up, and he's like, he's going to shine for the Dolphins. Dolphins were in a similar situation where they had to cut him for another position, then the Patriots get him, and you you all know what happened after that. Yep. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I'm ghosts not, of receivers pass. I'm not saying that Wes Walker or that uh, Michael Bandy's an ex Wes Walker, but he moves really well. He's very disciplined. His route running is very good. So I'm very interested to see if the Chargers maybe keep him or Joe Reed, or if they decide to cut both of them and and just go with five receivers. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, I, I want to see more JT Woods. He was uh, he was drafted in the in the uh, in the third round by the Chargers. I'm interested to see him take that next level. He missed a couple of tackles on Saturday, but when he was back there flying around, he was flying around. I think he swatted one down. Um, I'm interested to see what what he brings to the defense, what more he's going to do. So I'm going to have to go JT Woods on uh, on as a player I want to watch just because I want to see him, his, him grow a little bit more, and the defense is going to need him because, like I said, 
he's going to be a center fielder back in uh, back there, and I think he's going to make a lot of interceptions. But you got to be able to make tackles too. If not, yep. uh, it is going to be a little bit of a of a rough day. But Dan, before I let you go, um, this. Uh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be an interesting matchup. This is the one. This gets you one step closer to uh, regular season football, baby. So that's, that's what I'm be, waiting for. That's gonna definitely be exciting, uh, exciting stuff. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely some good stuff here today, Dan. Obviously, Vic and and uh, Gilbert took care of the Ram stuff. We are closing it out. We are hitting. Uh, we're the. We're, it's the ninth inning. We're the ones hitting that uh, that grand slam to end the game walk and uh, get that walk off. So definitely, Dan, thank you so much. Another great week. Uh, and let's see what the Chargers and uh, the Cowboys, if the Chargers and the Cowboys can put on a show. Definitely let's see what the Rams and the Chargers are going to do this week because I'm interested to see how kind of how both teams um, match up against the team that they're playing. But yeah. definitely thank you guys so much. And, and don't forget – we got some good content coming out. We got some fresh stuff. Go check out Combat Compas. We got some really good interviews with some WWE superstars. A lot, Gilbert and I had a lot of fun covering that event. That's the first of many events that we're going to be covering. We've got a lot of really cool stuff cooking. So don't forget, stick it here with your compas because we got some really cool stuff going. But for Dan and Dago, uh, producer, our Victor, our producer, and uh, Gilbert Manzano, I'm Fernando Ramirez. Thank you guys so much.